Hello, and welcome back to XP Waste, where 27 pieces of molten glass would probably burn through your backpack and your bank. I have 13,000 in my bank. I'm, I'm curious to know how hot that is on a daily basis. I'm Oxie. If you're new around here, we're a podcast that talks exclusively about old school RuneScape, but exclusively has a little asterisk because we do not speak exclusively about old school RuneScape. We tend to get off on tangents and talk about whatever we want. Um, if you're not new around here, this intro might sound a little weird, and so might the whole episode, because Michael's not here. This is the first of several weeks. Michael is not going to be here. But you guys have been spared the solo Oxy XP Waste experience. I have found a new duo partner to run the podcast with. Uh, XP Wasters, it is my honor to introduce Ferrarik. Hello, how are you? Doing well, how are you? Good, good, good. So, first time on the show first time experience so far what do you think just off the rip and put you on blast how's it been so, so far? far i like it yeah nice good, little good. community we've got here a two or three discord a bit um cool cool love the guys that are listening in chat right now so it's fairly good 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 he's uh referring to the recording booth chat who's going to be hopefully nice to him but surely harassing me throughout the entirety <laughs> of this episode so I, we found each other on Twitter, yeah? I'm pretty right. sure that's how yeah. that's how that went. I don't know how I ended up running across your running across your <laughs> account, I'm gonna be honest. Yeah. I mean it's it's one of those things you see like a like a train wreck and you just can't pull your eyes away. So it's one of the, <laughs> one of those things I guess. <laughs> I mean you've got fire tweets. You won I I don't know who tweeted it out. Was it Mod Light said something about you got like some Twitter award or something? Oh yeah, that... so that's that's a funny story. Um, mm -hmm. If you look at my profile on Twitter, you'll see. Let me actually just pull it up real quick. Mm -hmm. It says <laughs> "Certified Best Tweeter 2022," and that's like super fake. So basically, you can go to a separate site that's connected to Twitter. Yeah. Put a newsletter on there and an image, and you can put whatever you want. So you could be like <laughs> wanted by the FBI or whatever you feel like. And I was like, you know what? Let's have some fun with this. Okay, perfect. So it's a totally legitimate yeah. award. Yeah, Best totally legitimate, legitimate award by an illegitimate awesome. company. So it's awesome. totally fair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because I have been seeing that. I'm like, there's a hundred percent chance I ask him about that uh, <laughs> when we when we get rolling here. So before we get too much into kind of well, why I kind of brought you on the show, you just a TLDR for the listeners. You develop Rune Light plugins, correct? Yeah. So um, just as a fun hobby. I made some plugin okay. hub plugins. I don't make any core plugins because that's okay. all with the RuneLight devs. Uh, but I just make some community plugins for fun. Cool. And I'm sure you guys at home have probably used one or more. Uh, they're probably there loaded in your side panel. But again, we'll talk about those in a second. But uh, to kick things off, how's your week been, man? What have you been up to? IRL, RuneScape, what do you got? Yeah, pretty good. So I'm, I just finished my uh, last rotation, which was Advanced General Surgery. Because mm -hmm. uh, I'm a year three med student, so now okay, I'm on my pediatric cool. rotation, and first week, pretty okay. I don't think I'm gonna I'm gonna do pediatrics, <laughs> just just based off the first week. Not really much of a fan <laughs> of it. Yeah. Um, otherwise, I released uh, version three. I sent to Roomlight version three of Never Escape Alone, which hopefully will be out within the coming weeks. Okay. Yesterday, I made a plugin called um, Hit Sounds. So whenever you have a hit splatting game, you'll hear a sound with it. 
pretty mm-hmm. self-explanatory. So like a Max hit, you can load custom sounds in it too. Oh no! Like like a, <laughs> yeah. So like a Max hit, you'll hear something. You could hear God knows what, but you'll hear it. Um, you can use Runelite default sounds or in-game sounds as well. Okay. Uh, so that's sort of how my week has been. Oh my god, that is going to be absolute chaos yeah. for streamers and YouTubers. <laughs> that's that's so funny. Yeah. So so what's the account look like? Main Iron. Yeah, PVM so I have, Skiller. I have a few throwaway accounts that I just don't use anymore, but I have a main account. Um, same username and everything for Arik. And, uh, I mean, it's it's okay. It's pretty good, I, I would say. It's relatively good. Um, if I pull up some stats here, I think it's like 2,100 total or something like that. Okay, yeah. I've pulled you up as well. 2,133. Right, 2,133, right. yeah. I haven't had time to max yet, but that's one of the future goals I'm going to... I'm gonna go for nice one nice. of these days. It's okay. You have a higher total level than I do, so I'm, we're we're not judging. <laughs> we're not. We're definitely not judging. We'll try based our on best. This. <laughs> yeah. So with I medical school, right? I imagine yeah. it's kind of chaotic to. It's fun. It's get chaotic. a lot of time in to, to like you know really sit for 16 hours and play RuneScape. Right? Yeah, that's one of the. So my progress has seriously dropped off since starting, but mm-hmm. so about three years just been doing basically nothing in game, mm-hmm. <laughs> effectively. Sort of log in, do a thing or two, log off. Yeah, yeah and that's, that's how it goes crazy. sometimes. You peep yeah. over at his stats, though, folks. He does have uh, quite a few ninety nines, so you can tell there's a lot of AFK time somewhere in there. Oh yeah, right. But okay, okay. Yeah. Do you have a favorite boss? Favorite activity? Okay, I, I got to bring it up. Before we talk about favorites, you said you were going to try to anti-scam someone when we first started. What? Yeah, so when we were um, just, in, I was in Ferox Enclave testing the Hit Sounds plugin, and I saw someone just drop a bunch of garbage, whatever, on one of the worlds, just uh, just like on the outside gates. I was like, yeah, let me go ahead and try to hop to a different world, walk to that spot, hop back, and grab whatever I can with all my inventory out. Um, that's, I wouldn't say it's really anti-scamming in that case, but it's more like just picking up what's on the ground. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, can be, can be fun. Since you just said anti-scam, it. I thought for, yeah. I thought for a second someone was asking you to like be in a YouTube video with <laughs> you, like a full Pharaoh set or something on. You like, do get a couple of those. Um, yeah. yeah, you do, you do get a couple of those guys and usually, I mean, someone's probably going to get scammed if I say this, but usually they'll let you take the first one. And then the second one, they'll take your whole bank. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't try it. Don't be careful. Usually, I mean, they, they've patched basically everything. So they know how people would try to get them. So I just don't try it. It's mm-hmm. not worth it. <laughs> Do you know if those, like, those weird, like, animation stalls still happen? Like the like the fishing guild scam where you, like, read a book and you're accidentally in multi, but your character shows in single or something like that? I know that Does was all a that thing for a while. I don't really know actually you could do something like that with the shrink me quick potion and with it's mm-hmm. like venge and shrink me quick where you could take a sip of it i they patched the shrink me quick one um and you could basically dash like super far and teleport like five blocks effectively wow i know in pest control i think it was framed that had he clicked on the western door i think he had a buddy close it um, but his character was pathing around to the north side. When they reopened the door, he teleported to the west. So there's some weird things with animation and and all this other stuff. So I have no Yikes. idea. Yeah, yeah. Don't know yeah. when that was though. 
this this is why I don't talk to anyone at the Grand Exchange, boys. Yeah, this is why talk all these weird scams that are going around. This is why my my public chat is just closed. Sometimes I keep it on the clan chat because I know none of you guys are trying to scam me. You know, we're we're good. I mean, that might be naive. Maybe somebody is, but nobody's. You know, nobody's succeeded yet. Knock on wood. But yeah. The uh, update for the XP wasters, um, it's going to come as a huge surprise. Uh, I know that you guys were thinking it was already going to happen, but uh, we still don't, in fact, have an Infernal Cape, unfortunately. Um, made it to wave 61 the other day, uh, had a beautiful off-tick setup, and then just decided to move for some reason. Decided to run to the other side of the uh, of the pillars to get back to my north pillar, and um, ruined the off tick, and then got killed by a meleeer. Uh, uh oh, shitter alert! Still don't have the infernal cape, but um, yeah. Otherwise, we're skilling. We are currently ahead of TMD in total level. I don't know how long that's gonna last, but we're currently ahead. We got two levels up on him, so suck it, TMD, as of Sunday. But uh, but um, yeah. And I still don't have too many purples from TOA, though. In fairness, I've not done it too too much um just because solo bad dude i'm sorry solo toa <laughs> has tough. been has been really hard like small yeah. teams good but but solos have been really really difficult to push through not because they're hard just because like what's the point dog you know 30 yeah minutes i feel and that then, yeah you done a lot of toa since it came out i just did like one or two as part of events with um never skip alone mm-hmm. for Inferno, I had a good period uh, where I was trying for my cape. I didn't get it yet, but I was trying for my cape. I got past triples, got to Zuck and died. That was like, I have no no idea how many attempts in. It's probably in like the hundreds or something. I'm terrible at PVM, so we're like way in the deep side. Um, the second time I tried, I got to triples and Zuck, I think. Then I just was like, I'm not doing this anymore for a while. So I'll probably come back to it later. I feel but like yeah, it's it's, it's extremely demotivating it. to get like all the way there You're like down and and still <laughs> just die doing something stupid. Yeah. Like I I died at Zuck um god like a month or so ago, maybe mm-hmm. more. Uh because I, I missed a Jad flick of all things. Jad, one of mechanically the like the easiest bosses in the game. Just yep. switch your prayer and attack the boss. I missed a Jad flick when he had like 10 HP left and died and that was just devastating. Yeah. I was that, like, I, I need to take a few weeks off after that. That was bad. Yeah, it feels like that. And then when, um, like, doing TOA, the final, like, phase three, where it's, like, the chaos mm-hmm. phase, I guess is what people call it, mm-hmm. and the tiles are ripping up, and you've got, like, guns, so like just fun. terrible. Yeah, it's yeah. so much fun, but I'm just like, okay, I have no idea what I'm doing here. It's, it's, it's real shitty if you're, like, doing it in a solo with hardcore, and yeah. you die during that, like, P4 and rage phase where everything's kicking off it's like well guess i'll go do nothing because now i don't i I just lost 500k yeah and 45 minutes of my time like sweet you know so (laughs) yeah i feel it it's it's frustrating raid pvm hard guys honestly pvm PVM hard (laughs) so pvm is crazy account progress is is okay but irl progress is is pretty good Mm -hmm. that's okay so in the recording booth chat, Michael has joined us. He's he's the the real hey. co-host. Um, he's been trying to replace me for weeks, but he's failed. Um, <laughs> he's currently on vacation in Connecticut, so he'll oh, be, congratulations! He'll be fun. probably just AFKing uh, in his AirPods the whole time. But sweet. All right. 
I saw Jerry wants a King Condor bop when he specs a boss. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't have it on spec at the moment. There might be a plugin for it, but you can download that sound and just add it as a custom sound. Okay. For when so yeah, I guess out. I guess let's get into it. Let's start with this this hit splat one, right? I guess more yeah. broadly, you create plugins for the plugin hub. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a open sort of group, right? Mm-hmm. And what you can do is you basically download the example template. Um, if you know Java, that's kind of what you need for this. You create your plugin. It has to abide by all the Jagex rules. And then the RuneLite developers will approve it or deny it. And once it's approved, it can go onto the plugin hub, which is like mm-hmm. a local app store for RuneLite. Mm-hmm. That's basically the process by which it works. Um, okay. So three plugins that I have currently are Bot Detector, Neverscape Alone, which is like a matchmaking plugin for RuneScape, and the newest one I made, which was yesterday, which was Hit Sounds. Okay. So I, I have. is Hit Sounds live right now or no? No, so it still has to go through the approval process. It can okay. take uh, anywhere from like three days to 30 days. Really? So it wow. takes a very long time, yeah, usually for these plugins okay. to be approved. So I imagine this has to do with some sort of like base knowledge of coding, yeah? Yeah, so I mean they have to make sure that it abides by the game rules effectively. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it doesn't, then it gets kicked out. Okay. But, yeah, the language that is used is Java. And then the backend that I use for my servers is Python. And I'm mm-hmm. looking at into Rust, considering it, because it's quite quick and pretty good that way. Okay. Sorry about that beep. It's my door. So The <laughs> the, uh, the backend for your servers, what do you mean by that? Right. So with the Bot Detector plugin, the way that it works is that you have uh, effectively... 50,000 to 60,000 accounts mm-hmm. that can look all around them and then send that information every five minutes to the cen- to the central server. When they do that, we can parse through that data and say, yeah, these accounts match known bot accounts that have been banned, and then we can send that information over to Jagex, right? So basically the servers that we have, um, the back end, which is the server part, is coded in Python. Okay. Among okay. some other languages, yeah. Now, I gotta level with you. I don't know a goddamn thing about coding. How... No, it's it's just instruction. Yeah, that's all it is. Yeah. How not how different bad. is Python than Java? Is there is there like a big conversion process that happens? Is it kind of like a pain in the ass if they get something yeah, so wrong? All the accounts, yeah, they're two or... separate languages. Um, Python is like dynamically typed i would call it there's some ways you can make it sort of static like pseudo static with something called pedantic but that's like too deep into it um but python's interpreted is the main premise java Mm -hmm. is not really interpreted so Mm -hmm. python runs a lot slower than java Mm -hmm. and in general um python is much easier to learn than java Mm -hmm. so there are two separate languages um java is excellent for you know, things like this, uh, like games and stuff. But if you just want something to run quickly, make it work, Python's fine. Yeah, and Python has a huge community, so that's quite nice as well. Yeah, I imagine it's a little bit easier to get to get tech support. We always joke about the spaghetti code and the limitations of yeah. Java because <laughs> it's old in my understanding, correct? It's just, I don't know yeah. if, maybe it's just RuneScript specifically that's old, but... 
Yeah, I'm not too sure about what goes on behind the scenes for for RuneScape. Mm-hmm. Um, Java is rel- is is a relatively old language, but um, I don't know if that would have a factor in the RuneScape's coding. So okay, cool. It's it's all interesting to me because again, I tried to code. I'd code one thing in, yeah. in my whole life. I had a physics class. Oh, Dark just got his first fire cape. We'll hey, shout that out later. Congratulations. Um, no, but I had to code one thing. My junior year of college, uh, I was in a physics class that um, we just were doing, like, digital physics, if that makes sense. We were mm-hmm. We were trying to create visualizations of concepts in physics so like motion all that sort of stuff and we just had to get a ball to move from like the left side of the screen to the right side of the screen right i have not had a harder time in a class in my entire life it was like 15 lines of code max Mm mm-hmm and I was like slamming my head against a wall. Like I was, I was asking people, I'm like, please, can someone just copy and paste this and send it over to me in a Word yeah. document or something? Because I have literally no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> it did get like progressively more advanced, but mm-hmm. whenever it got more advanced, we were just like in groups. So we had to create again, another concept of like a ball shoots out and then goes in certain directions based on whatever. And I, that was for other people to do. I will write about it. I will do the math for it, but I'm not doing the coding. I can't do it. I totally can't do fair. whatever system yeah. we used. I was just <laughs> comically bad at trying to code. So very you, cool. Very it's cool. very tough when you first start. So it started actually two years ago. Um, mm-hmm. is when I really first started. So about end of, start like middle of year one of med school or end of year one of med school is when I really started. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just sort of like a hobby at that point. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, starting with Python can be a little difficult if you don't know anything about coding, but it, once you do pick it up, it's actually quite, quite easy to understand. So if you're ever going to go back and try to use it for something, I would say start with Python because okay. it's one of the more learner friendly communities. And, um, it all makes sense once you've sort of run through. And that and once you've figured out one language, you can basically learn any other language. All the uh, concepts are effectively the same. There are different ideas, like um, like just scripting versus you know, object-oriented programming. Um, it's like different methods of doing things, but in the end, the, the idea is the same, and you can figure it out. Okay, cool, yeah. cool, cool, cool. And then you said about two years ago you started started coding or started working with JavaScript for um, for RuneLite plugins. So two years ago is when I started coding, mm-hmm. um, and we used Java for the plugin itself for mm-hmm. for basically any of the front end parts where the where the client or the user would see them. That's all going to be in Java. So okay. that's uh, that's your bot detector plugin, the Never Skip Alone and hits and hit sounds. Okay, so. I, I'm very excited for hit sounds. It sounds yeah. just super silly. Like I yeah. can't. Especially I can, if you can show you a with... demo if you wish. Um, Absolutely, I yeah. would love that. I would love to see it. Rev up my IntelliJ and we can get this going. Oh, uh, let's do this. Let's what? see what. Let's see what this can do here, folks. Sure. This was. <laughs> it's like a fever dream plugin. I'll tell you that. This thing. I made it in like a day. It's yeah. Just like, a, it's literally a joke plugin. We got this guy splashing. You can hear a little pop when he does his thing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, but so you can also change that. So miss can be something like super strength or whatever you want. Piety. Okay. And you can change that to whatever you like. So there are some defaults I've put in here, like GE add offer. Oh, okay. So it it happens not only when when the the little splashing bot or whatever is hitting the rat, but when the rat hits him, there's yeah. also a sound effect too. Okay. Yeah. So whenever there's a hit splat, you'll hear it. Oh my like, god! Uh, so it's it's just like this yeah. is everybody. Yeah. Okay. So you can hear it pretty well. So you can hear these two guys. Okay. Fighting um, can be useful, I guess, in some ways. And you can also change it out to any other sound you like. So if I go to my Runelight folder and I'll grab a... So I just added the max sound to... And you can do this live effectively, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I just... I think this is like the uh, Herblore sound or something like that. I don't know. I ripped it off the wiki. So... <laughs> Want to go crazy with it? You can. That's gonna be hysterical for like a claw spec or something. If you max hit all four times, right? Does it does it like play over itself over and over? No, and over it'll again? play itself once. Yeah. Okay. okay. So if you have both those hit spots, hit splats, hitting the target, it'll just play once over. Okay. Um, and if a new one shows up, it'll override the other one. In like all right. Sort of and, and does that way. apply for something like a scythe where you can max hit on the second or third but not the first? Yeah, yeah. so it'll okay. play your normal sounds and your max hit sound. Okay. So it'll play a couple of those. That's going to be absolutely chaotic. And yeah. then that also, that also works for other people's max hits as well, correct? Right. Anything or that you see on the screen or gets rendered in game will show up that way. Yep. Okay. That is going to be so much fun just for yeah. like... I feel like that's a really fun mess around with the boys plug in yeah and so you that's can just gonna be super cool grab some things and do it that way mm-hmm. let me close this out and if you want we can talk about the other ones as well over here um i do For have a sure, couple yeah. of plugins i'm working on so let me close this out close out my runescape and we're gonna load up neverscape alone let me load up the server as well the local server so there is a live version of neverscape alone which does exist Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to show you the most recent version, so version okay. 3. Super cool. And this version has a lot more features that um, the current version doesn't have. Mm-hmm. So we can go through them real quick if you want. Uh, yeah, go, give us a give us sure. a breakdown. What is Neverscape Alone? I have it downloaded. Right. I've not used it because I'm sure. uh, awkward when it comes to talking no, it's to fine. new people. <laughs> um, so being like, oh, yeah, let's let's do tab together with strangers. It's like, ah, uh, so hopefully, um, hopefully I, I get a chance to, to get that going, but I do have it downloaded on my little side panel here. So tell us a little bit about it. What is it? How, what inspired it? So basically mod light made a tweet a while ago. Um, and this is like not just mod light, but this is the general idea that I've been seeing in game. Um, I think most of us grew up with old school RuneScape, so we have mm-hmm. the idea that we could go out and find a friend to play with, right, whenever mm-hmm. we want. That's sort of gone to the wayside with just as we get older and whatnot. So because of that, I wanted to sort of bring that back together and say, hey, I would like to, I would basically like to say, maybe we can make a matchmaking system for old school RuneScape mm-hmm. so that people could 
just find a group whenever they want very quickly and hang out with them and make friends hopefully along the way and sort of bring back that social aspect to the game. Okay. So on on the plugin in its current iteration, right. you have every single raid, every single boss, mm-hmm. all 23 skills, I believe, yep. uh, and then just a shitload of other things to do. Mini games. There's a there's a PKing tab. There's combat achievements. There's money making. There's trouble brewing. I'd be curious to see how many people load that <laughs> one up. I mean, people need right. their medium diaries for sure. But it's it is extremely thorough in what is in what is in this right now. Right. And let me share my full screen. This one you don't really need audio for, but I can switch back over to. Um, I'm going to share my full screen just because I can't show you the side panel without that working out. Mm-hmm. So this is version three. Uh, it's going to be a little hard to see, but you might be able to zoom in here. Mm-hmm. We've got the full screen on myself sure. here. Sounds good. So basically, let, let's start with the, the panel itself. Uh, you've got a home button, which just takes you back to this screen over here. Your Discord, Twitter, GitHub, uh, supporting buttons, RuneWatch bug report button, and a basic plugin tutorial, which just takes you to the website. Uh, you've got a quick menu where you can quickly join a group, and you can select multiples of these and join your group that way. Mm-hmm. You can then switch that over to bosses. So you've got every boss in the game here as well. Raids, you can do every raid, TOA, uh, entry-level top, Chambers of Zarek, and we've got mini games. So every mini game that's in the game currently, you can select as many of those as you wish as well. Mm-hmm. And miscellaneous activities, so combat achievements, if you need a buddy for those, free-to-plays in, uh, in miscellaneous, money-making, PKing, foul or party room clues, bank standing, stuff like that. Okay. Cool, so that's the cool, quick cool. menu. If you just say, hey, I want to just join a group, you can click Join Random Activity, and it'll throw you in a group with somebody else that's playing the game as well. Mm-hmm. That's a public match. So let's try to create one. And there's also a search menu here as well. So make sure we're all connected to the server. Okay, good. No matches found because this is a developer instance, so there won't be any matches. Um, we're going to go to create here, and we'll create a match. So let's say we want to do entry-level TOA because we're new, and we want someone to raid with, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll click entry mode TOA. We've got our back menu in case we change our mind here. Uh, we'll select our group size as 8, which I think is the maximum for TOA. Mm-hmm. experience we'll put average split type which is split accounts we'll do normal accounts region the u.s uh, we have this rune guard feature which i've added and what rune guard is is effectively it allows extra moderation should someone be scammed during the match okay or should something happen during the match um, you can turn it off and when you turn it off that means people can refuse to send some of their information over to the server like their inventory items, both with Guard on, it makes sure that everyone's on the level playing field and that we can monitor the match should there be an issue. Okay. Great. So we'll turn Guard on for now, and we'll have the passcode as test, and notes will say, uh, welcome to the TOA entry group. Something mm-hmm. simple like that. We'll go ahead and hit create group. It'll create the group for us, and now we're in the group. Okay. So... We have a couple things here. You're going to notice that it says the version is incorrect. Don't worry too much about that. Mm-hmm. It's just a developer thing that I've got going on mm-hmm. here. Um, 
you'll see the ID here. You can click it and send that to your friends. So the ID for this is Derok, that's here. So it uses RuneScape uh, words to mm -hmm. create the ID. You have your entry tombs of a mascot here, which so, we so can with, open. With that and close. ID, you said you copy and send it to your yeah. friends in yeah. like and they can join Discord you. Discord or where? Yeah, you can just copy it, send them, send it to them, okay. and they can join your group, um, basically through the search menu. Okay, right. Similar to the party plugin. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So my whole thing was just making the matchmaking system. The party guys didn't want me to build off of their infrastructure just because they don't want the extra sort of uh, headroom for it. Mm -hmm. So I said, okay, I'll just make my own that way. So we got your, you know, a friend's chat for the party leader. The match is private, average experience, general idea for your match. Mm -hmm. We've also got the player menu. So this is the player menu here. And let me go ahead and grab some, some gear. Otherwise, this won't make too much sense. And so you can see your teammates' uh, location here. You can see them on the mini map as well. And you can also see them on the world map. That's cool as hell. Yeah. So that's actually live, the world map part. So if I actually zoom out and go to full screen on the world map, you'll see wherever your buddies are. And so I could see that, hey, you know, I, my I guys think I, I think I saw here. that tweet either this morning or yesterday. I don't know who you replied to. Yeah. Uh, oh, it was. I think it was a doll or something like that. Yeah, I, I did yeah. see that. I'm like, all right, that's cool as hell. Yeah. You kind of always so you, have to be in a party together, but that's super cool. Yeah. And I'm actually working on making it so that you can make a permanent party or permanent group and just join immediately when you log in. So you okay. and your GIM group can stick together without having to redo it every single time. Okay. Okay. So that might be fun. Yeah. Put that on. Yeah, I'm an inventory tag user because I'm blind. <laughs> so don't mind me. You were the chosen one. <laughs> Can't see a thing. That's why I wear glasses and use inventory <laughs> tags. Um, it's okay. Everyone's got to have a fatal flaw. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. So we've got our inventory set up. We've got our gear on good to go. Mm -hmm. And you and your buddies will have your section in this panel here. All right. So let's go ahead and click the level, the levels tab and you can see all of your player, your friends levels. Okay. Cool. Right cool. here. Pretty good. Um, you can click the inventory tab to see their inventory which can be useful. Um, so if you're a teacher and you're teaching someone how to do Chambers of Zarek for the first time, you may say, hey, let me see your inventory, right? Send a screenshot over. Well, this one, you'll just have to click the inventory button and you'll see what they have, mm -hmm. which can be good. And the gear tab, which uh, it's a pretty basic menu right now. Java Swing is a pain to use. So I just threw everything in here and said, all right, here's the item. Enjoy, yeah. right? Gets the job <laughs> but, done, yeah. I mean, it gets it done, yeah. And your prayer. Mm -hmm. So... You can see what your friends are praying, and uh, it'll show up here on the side. Okay. So there's a bit of a delay to it, just because I didn't want the server to be completely destroyed in the process mm -hmm. of having this whole thing work. Um, and you've got your player stats, your health, everything else here. Okay. And what else do we have? Well, let's check the chat menu. So you can say, hello, how's it going? And you'll have a chat for your match group. Okay. And also show up in-game as well, right down oh, here. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, so you don't have to keep the panel open if you're just waiting for your buddies or someone to join. You can have them, you know, say hello, and it'll show up there as well. All right, and then do you need to uh, hmm. do you need to type that in the panel, or is there like a, you know, like a forward slash 
NSA, you know, never escape alone thing, uh, and it will for, show up in your chat box like that. For now, it's just in the panel, but okay. I will probably make it so you can do like a slash command to figure okay. that out as well. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. Right now, the plugin's just in alpha, so we're gonna do our best with that. Okay. Make that work. <laughs> you said um, you was this the one you sent over today, or was that custom hit splats that you sent over? Custom hit splats. Uh, custom hit sounds I sent, or excuse me, hit sounds I sent over today. Okay. This one I sent over five days ago, and it's still in the um, the sort of review process. So, it that does that will take a while. This change was like six k or so lines changed, I think, in total oh, wow. between okay. that update and this update. And uh, I mean, for context, um, the other group that I manage is the one one seven HD group, right? So, okay, I'm the okay. owner for that Discord, and. That update was 12k. I don't contribute to that plugins development because I don't know anything about what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just help the community out there, but uh, <laughs> so don't ask me anything about about that. But um, basically, uh, yeah, they, they had 12k lines changed. So they also they have a massive or 20k actually. They have a massive update on their end. Wow. This was uh, so yeah, it's pretty big. Um, okay. Also, had a reconnect feature and a couple other things here. You could send your Discord over if you want to. Chat where you want the chat to be seen. Uh, okay. What else do we have here? Oh, yeah. Pinging. So if you and your buddies are in a game or something, you can ping your tiles. You can also do an alert ping. So, hey, take a look over there. Oh, my right? God. With no your, way. Yeah. So if someone's doing something spooky off in the corner, you can use your button and basically ping them over there. Okay. Ping this area over here. And and how does that ping work? So there's a hotkey you can select. So I picked okay. control in this case, but you can pick it to whatever you like. You could change the alert delay, the max amount of pings you want on the floor. You can change your ping color as well. So what other people see will be the color that you've selected. Okay, very cool. So if you pick this nasty, like, orange, yellow, yellow color, mm-hmm. right, everyone else will see this same yellow color on okay. the ground. Everyone else who's in that party, correct? Yes. Yeah, everyone else in the group, yeah. So you can pick pink, and I'll shove this pink. And it fades away, and you can set the fade time and everything like that mm-hmm. as well. Okay. Um, the minimap settings, you have minimap overlay, you can toggle. Player name, you can toggle as well. Uh, yeah, and that's on the map itself. You can also change the map to use bars instead of icons. So you can see player bars okay, instead. That's, that's super cool, yeah. So that can be helpful if you're more of a like a visual guy that way. You can mm-hmm. change the color on the map um, to whatever you want. Red? Why not? It'll change it to red. Uh, I just think I have it on this one for now. The ping alert sounds. There are also sounds for the pings and alert button. Okay. So if you want to use, if you want that audio notification as well, um, you'll hear it in-game when you ping or when someone in your group pings mm-hmm. a tile. And that's basically the config of that plugin. Okay, well, yeah, so this really is meant to be, like, old-school RuneScape. I, I don't know, like, I, my first thought was matchmaking, and then it almost seems more like a custom games browser. Yeah, right? yeah, sort okay. of. Super cool, okay. And, yeah, so you can see that I have this crown icon on my player as well. Um and that's basically just because I'm the leader of this group. Is so, there a way to remove that as the leader? Yeah. Absolutely there is. Beautiful. <laughs> you can just turn can, Yeah, I know people don't like that. You can just turn it off. There okay. you go. It's off. Um, 
but I keep the settings on just so that people know, like, hey, mm-hmm. that's cool, right? Okay. And they can always choose to turn off later. Okay. So. So what kind of activity have you seen with this? Because you said this is 3.0, right? 2.0 is already live out there in the wild. Like I said, I have it downloaded. Uh, Mm -hmm. There's a non-zero chance that you XP wasters maybe have downloaded it. If you haven't downloaded uh, Neverscape alone, you're probably a better chance you downloaded Bot Detector. Um, Yeah. But what, what kind of volume have you seen for, like, you know plug-in usage have you seen a lot of like i don't know if you can see like all the matchmaking games at one time or mm-hmm. so interestingly enough in our discord which i can pull up here let me just go right over here to never escape alone discord um which you should be able to see this right mm-hmm. yeah great okay so we got a couple guys here just chilling out in general voice but what i what i've done is that the plugin itself is integrated with the discord so your match will have a private group that shows up in the matches section right? okay uh you have announcements here where we run pretty much daily events a bunch of commands where you can be notified say hey i want to say add role general grador and you can pick general grador and so it'll notify me whenever someone makes a match right okay for for that activity and uh, for now, I'm just going to turn that off because I don't want to be pinged for it. But, seems, seems like that would be kind of a, <laughs> kind of a disaster. Yeah, and, and you can turn it off but... and on, right? Um, suggestions, plug-in discussion, plug-in bugs. Uh, people have questions about it, go for it. How to join a match in the Discord. And also, when you make a match in the plugin, it'll show up with a join Discord link that you can use to join directly to your group, Okay, which is pretty good. Then we also have this here, which is a new matches section. Mm-hmm. And there's our match that we created 11 minutes ago. So you can see sort of all that. So you can see whenever someone makes a new match, it'll ping the people of that, uh, okay, of wow. scri- subscribers of it, when the match was created, the leader of the group who made it, um, the notes section and everything like that. And you can see Michael. the party size and everybody else that needs to uh, to know about it. Michael, we got to get this kind of automation going for bingo, my guy. Holy, this is <laughs> the Discord end of this is also extremely impressive. Yeah. Okay, so, so it's one of the one of the ads on screen right now is is chat and relax. So you've right. truly integrated like social social features into right. This, yeah, right? there's bank stand. There's like two effective chat and relax. There's bank standing and then the basic chat and relax button. Okay, so they both exist. Which is pretty good. Super cool. Yeah, and then you can always just join them. So you can go to Away, Minty Lots, go to your... I'm on on the developer version right now, so I can't Mm -hmm. do it. But um, if I joined my current match, I could probably join them if they were live. Mm -hmm. Looks like Rocky Noobs Vague is live. Okay, and that's the the code that's like the Derek That's here. Yeah, Yeah, that'd be your match ID. But in terms of numbers, not too great. We have like 5K installs, active installs. Um, really, I haven't put too much into the marketing aspect of this plugin. Mm-hmm. So mostly I'm just working on developing it first. And when it's in a very good state, I'll probably work to make it a little more popular. Okay. Because I know you do have a Twitter. You have a Discord. Uh, right, yeah. On your Twitter, it actually says automated whenever something gets tweeted out. I don't know. Yeah. What, what's, the, what's the deal with that? So if you make a... Twitter developer account, um, I'm pretty sure then it unlocks in your settings the option to select yourself as automated. There's like some process that you have to do it that way. Mm-hmm. 
but you have to make your account to a Twitter developer account, and then you can do it, like, add the automated feature. Okay. And it's just, uh, like, one of those funny little things, like the certified best tweeter 2022. It's pretty much meaningless, but it's pretty cool to see. So. I, I, I have seen that. <laughs> I'm like, all right, there's no way he plans this shit in advance. <laughs> like, come on now. That was a tweet about the queen. There's no way he planned that in advance. Holy shit. <laughs> Yeah, it gets uh, it's it can be pretty fun cool, to look at cool. that way. So, we've got Neverscape alone. We've got yep. custom hit sounds. Let's get you know the third head of the Hydra bot yep. detector. Right, One bot that detector. I'm sure a good majority of the folks listening have interacted oh, with I've in got some, some way. Good stuff to show you. Let me close this out real quick because our Discord's love not. To see it. Yeah, our Discord's pretty much chill. It's just uh, join in, have a good time. Um, we have a sort of relatively clandestine group that goes out and finds scammers and bots or botters and stuff and mm-hmm. we report them over to the jmods uh we have you know pretty much it's just sort of pretty basic though we have events that we run um support system if you need it uh currently we're working on doing some unsupervised analysis of our data which i'm going to pull up right now actually ran these huge sets prior so let me go ahead and do that real quick sort okay. by date hey, see this folks this right here is xp waste right? oh you're this gonna right here you're actually gonna we're, we're going this. through the data of the bots that are getting busted in our favorite game you're this actually is xp waste at its finest yeah. baby <laughs> so i can walk you through my thought process going through these for sure um and let me find some terrible ones so that we can really just like iron out that thought process. Oh, that's that's horrible. All right, cool. Let's keep going. <laughs> you got to go from the bad to the good. That's okay. That's my mentality behind it. Are there people at Jagex who are approving these? Or are they being approved by people who are trusted by Jagex? Um, it's all being approved by people who are trusted by Jagex. That was a, what Michael asked as a question. So I'm going to upload some pictures here. And. This is some unsupervised analysis of the data that we have. And this is a small subset of the data. I think it's only 224K, so not too terrible. Um, There's some other little bits and pieces, which I'll share as well. It's crazy stuff. Um, but so, so what am I looking at? Yeah, that's here? the question. That's I'm going to put a couple of these pictures up on screen right now. Sure. So the YouTube folks have an understanding of the like, what? <laughs> so this is pretty much... Um, some of the data that we have. So it's a small subset. We have seven or eight million names in the database at the moment. Mm-hmm. Let me go eight ahead and share my million screen. names in the yeah. database? Mm-hmm. Aren't there only ever like 75,000 people on at a time? What? Right, but the plugin's been out for two years now. Holy. Or so. I honestly don't even remember. Oh uh, let me turn on hardware acceleration here. Relaunch. But yeah, the plugin's been out for about two years or so so it's collected quite a bit of data um we have about two terabyte or so data a terabyte of data i would say okay um which isn't too crazy considering what jagex pulls in so Mm -hmm. i mean right so effectively we're gonna we're gonna start with the bare basics of machine learning right Mm -hmm. and just like the bare bare basics Effectively, 
when you have data, right, the columns, we're going to call them features for now, just as mm-hmm. a basic setup. Um, every column is a feature for what we're going to talk about. And for each player in RuneScape, on the high scores alone, so every high score data input, so let's say uh, all the skills, all the mini games, all the bosses, that's about 84 features. Okay. Without any feature engineering, just bare bones, that's what you have to work with, right? That's kind of what we work with usually. It's just high score data. We are implementing some other stuff, though, in the meantime. Okay, so you want a way to be able to visualize those 84, 82 dimensions down on two dimensions, right? Mm -hmm. The purpose of it is to group those clusters in a way where you can sort of get insight into them and say, hey, that group of players is clustering very well together. Why is that? Mm -hmm. And you want to go investigate that data and see why is that? Why is the case? So we're going to do a little tour of the bot detector, some tour of the database, nothing too crazy. Okay. And uh, we'll have some fun with it. Okay. So this is the data that we had labeled a little bit prior. It's 224,000 players out of 7 million players. And it's our own personal labeled data that we've hand-labeled. And then we've just simply plotted it with TSNE. So when you say when you say hand label, you mean like you look at the reports and you say like, all right, that's definitely a real player. Yeah. Or okay. Or like we've seen them in game and we say that's a real player. Okay. That guy's talking to me. He's been my you know, friend of whole life. Uh, he's not been banned ever that we can tell. Right. So um, so when we so when he's we, a good guy, right? So yeah. when we right click investigate our friends and it comes up with like ninety eight point six percent real player, then like there's a small chance they're like a wood cutting <laughs> bot. Like so, there's so, there's not a real. Not a real actually, shot that they're going to get flagged for that, eff- right? Yeah, effectively, what we're seeing with that is actually... I'll show you exactly what that is. So, we're going to do a very fun thing here. These are all the real players. Okay. And they're fun and, di- and fun distinct groups. And we're going to go ahead and find ourselves some Winter Tote bots. The worst boss in the game. The worst boss in the entire game. Mm-hmm. So, what do we see here? We see that there's distinct overlap between real players and Winter Tote bots. Mm-hmm. So we've marked. Why is that the case? Well, a lot of Iron Men, which we'd probably see if we investigated these accounts, match up very similarly to known banned accounts like Winter Toad Bots. Mm-hmm. So whenever you investigate, whenever you right-click an Iron Man, they might show up with a high percentage of Winter Toad Bot. Okay. That's probably because another banned account very matches very, matches very similarly to them. That doesn't mm-hmm. mean that they're a bot. It just means that the data matches a little bit similar that way. There's overlap. Okay. So you sort of see that here. That's why this is a very tough label to work. And you know, bringing things down from 84, 82 dimensions down to two dimensions and retaining those neighborhood clusters and seeing all this all here, you can mm-hmm. say, yeah, there is quite distinct overlap with the data that we have on hand. It's kind of like looking at a car coming towards you. Um, it's very far away, so it doesn't look like it's getting any bigger, right? Um, versus looking at it from the side where you can see it clearly traveling across the plane. Okay. So you need another dimension to really determine that difference. So when you investigate and find that dimension, then these groups would split appropriately. That's what you're okay. looking for. Okay. That's a general idea. And I can upload now, these. Yeah, go with, ahead. With that, kind of, with that kind of pairing with real player and something like Zalrabot, that right. is so let's go wildly different, I feel like. 
Yeah, let's find than it. other than other accounts. I mean, there is actually oh, wow. some overlap. The live... And yeah, okay. and well, they have in some distinct clusters here and some overlap here. And so, what might you think? There, there are a couple things that could be. I'm gonna ask you a question here. Um, so, a little fun reverse uh, interviewing. Okay. Um, love why it. might you think that there are such distinct labels here? Our real players are here. What kind of accounts could be in between a real player and an account that does nothing but one activity all day? Um, Low-level accounts that have only learned how to do Zalra. Like real players. Like we see yeah. it all the time in our yeah. Discord. Like real players who are like, I just got my first Zalra kill. I just got my two-kill trip. I just got my three-kill trip. And then suddenly they're like, what's up, guys? I just hit 1,500. And we're like, dude. Yeah, it does nothing but doing? Zalra. And that's yeah. the only thing on their high scores. We talk to them in voice chat all the time. But the only thing they've done is like, you know, Zalra or Nex or Vorkath because they unlocked it and they're like, oh, this makes a shitload of money. I love this. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, gold farmers in one case or people Mm -hmm. that just play the game normally that have done nothing but Zalra, right? Mm -hmm. And they match up very well in this weird margin. So what I would say is that this would be, I would say that roughly if you were were to investigate one of these accounts, they might be 50% real player. 50% 50% Zal Robot. Um, in reality, they'd be a mix of a bunch of things, but there would probably be 50-50 if you were to divide between real mm-hmm. player and Zal Robot, right? Not a very good distinction. So what we do is we take a threshold of 90%, and we'll say, all right, we're going to take this cluster right here, this huge cut, and we're going to take mm-hmm. this cut right here and send those off to the JMods, right? The most important part is finding that group where it works very well. So basically, all these purple things are real players, which is great. Um, and what you can find is that these accounts, we have no idea what they are, but they belong to the same group. So their okay. HDB scan label is 435. Um, the user ID is marked when I hover over it. And the written label is unknown. So these groups are not known to anybody. Nobody knows what kind of accounts these are, but they're definitely bots because they've been banned. And they cluster well, which also makes them part of a farm. Again, we have another... Massive group here, I would say a relatively large group of accounts, I wouldn't say massive, but relatively large group of unknown accounts that we really don't know what they are. Um, We've looked at the data, they cluster very well together, but again, we don't know what they are, so we'll have to investigate them later. And then you can see your your average, you know, these are a bunch of woodcutting bots, according Mm -hmm. to the overlay. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much the idea behind trying to find some data in it. And there's this loop of agility bots here as well. Okay. Now, if it wasn't obvious when we first started, if you guys are on Spotify, right, or on uh, Apple Music, head over to YouTube and watch that whole thing. Because, watch the YouTube channel. <laughs> because, because trying to hear it without, without the visuals is difficult, you know, without a doubt. I mean, I think it's very interesting. I'm, I'm here for it, you know, because I've been using this plugin for quite a long time. I think I first found it in, like, a Colinello video. Mm-hmm. If I remember correctly, I don't know if you did an interview with him or something like that. I, I did, wanna yeah. say yeah, I, I wanna say so because the the avatar with the Inquisitor and the the skill cape uh, hood looked pretty familiar. But uh yeah, I've been using this using this plugin for quite some time. And uh mainly I just report people out of spite. Um, sure. If I can't find an open world that vires, all you sons of bitches are getting bot detected. <laughs> Every single one of you is getting the bot detector. Um you go to Zalra, you see a very obvious Zalra bot, bot detector, blast them, send them away, because you know just, like, what they're doing. 
and then like I said earlier, occasionally it's fun to, you know, look up your look up your friends or your other accounts. Like I have a group Iron Man account that I'm pretty sure uh if I look myself up right now. Yeah. Uh, and irons we're Iron terrible account. with because we haven't adjusted the models, so it's been yeah, I, I've got. Um, let's just say I just got 100 percent real players, so that's not as yeah. as exciting. But yeah, yeah, okay. So there's still some margin for error. Like I just looked up one of our one of our group members, uh, Scapes Group Iron Man account. Mm-hmm. He came up as 96 percent real player, but four percent unknown bot. Yeah, and that's right. pretty acceptable amount, I would say. We really only care once they get to about 90 percent known bot of a bot type. Okay, and, uh, of a once... single bot type, or like of... Yeah, so if they're like 90% Zolrobot, then I'm like, oh, kind of spooky, <laughs> right? Um, but that's sort of what we're looking for at that point. Because okay. you could see those clear clustering bits back here, right? Like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. these are clearly PVM melee. They're super hard to see right now, but they're clearly PVM melee bots. Mm-hmm. Um, these are also PVM melee bots of a different color. So... You could once they sort of fit into this group, we know that they should be banned, and we we send them over. Okay, cool. Something small like this. I mean, these are real players. I don't care too much about them. They're just real. But if they really fit tightly, like one of these, then they're going to get sent off. Okay. And we do that automatically. So there's no um, there's no sort of preference of it. We basically just have that sent where it just sends it right from our system. Uh, right to the jmods and they they sort it out and they say yeah this is good or this is awful and we we figure it out from there okay um, so have you have you worked very closely with the anti-cheat team over at jagex i take it to sort of because this is like if i if i'm working at jagex and like i'm not working closely with you guys this seems like a huge just like flood of information like I don't know who these people are, but they just sent me a hundred and fifty thousand names of bots. Like, what am I supposed to? So I imagine you've communicated with them to some level, right? Yeah, we're we we pretty much have a, we have a Discord. Um, we DM them pretty frequently, I would say, okay. and uh, just as you would sort of generally DM them, or you can talk to them in the uh, upper channels that we have. Well, we we can talk to them in the upper channels that we have. Okay, I'll have to keep that in mind for when I get my Infernal Cape, and if it gets flagged, yeah. I'll have to go in and start begging. Like, no, I, there's videos of it. It folks. wasn't like, me. There's a yeah. year worth of content. It's not. It's not purchased. I promise. Right. But yeah, usually um, we we you know ask them a couple of questions that way, and they're pretty nice about it. Sometimes they can't answer it because it's um, private info, right? Other times okay. they're 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 good to answer it. Okay, so, so it's pretty much that. Just like roughly speaking here, how many bots do you think that you and your team here have contributed to removing from old school RuneScape in the time that this has been open? Uh, let me go to my Discord quick. I'll share my screen. I should probably just send the screenshot. Let's do stats. We have a stats command in our Discord. Mm-hmm. So whenever we send an account over and it gets banned, we count it. Um 895k so I'll put okay that in recording booth chat but that's a small fraction of what they get usually um their numbers they say they ban about a million to three million a month a so they ban month? a huge yeah they ban a huge amount there are a lot of bots out there there's a stupid amount of bots out there that is um, ridiculous they i mean they pull in just an insane amount of data i don't think i can say how much but um 
they pull in an insane amount of data. So whatever we'd pull in like two years, they pull like pull about in a day or so. Good lord. <laughs> They've got everything. So whenever they say, you know, oh, this guy's been banned for X, Y, Z, most of the time, unless it's a manual thing, I would say most of the time it's probably true. Okay. And if you do some digging, I mean, it's, it's pretty funny, though, when someone will go into one of the discords and sort of say, hey, my account's been banned for, you know, I wasn't on my account. And then our group will look in and be like, yeah, this guy's been asking people to train his account since 2013. So, I mean, <laughs> he's, he's been he's been on the okay. Nautilus for a while. So, I guess another another question here. There's something of a conspiracy going around, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I know Michael's brought it up in the past. It's not a dig. It's just a small conspiracy. That yeah, go for it. Jagex <laughs> isn't going to remove bots from old school RuneScape because bots are a huge source of revenue for the company. Because even if they just buy bonds, right? Even if they just buy $7 worth of a bond, mm-hmm. you did $3 million in a month or something like that. That's a lot of money coming in. So what's it from what you've seen here, if it's something you can detect, what's the spread between the members world bots and the free-to-play bots? I imagine free-to-play has more. Right? Yeah, there's free-to-play just... is far more accessible. But what's, on average, how would you... There's just up. there. I mean, I let's see. Let me just check the database. It might just be easier that way. All right. So out of the nearly what number is that? That's like eight hundred k for confirmed bans. Uh, five hundred k then were seen on members' worlds, and three hundred k were seen on free to play worlds. Last seen. That is insane. That is a lot of members' world bots. Yeah, there's a few. <laughs> I was I was kind of but, I was hoping at least that it would be the other way around, but it, okay. And it probably is. That's the reason it's sort of like up in the air. It's such a small amount here mm-hmm. that I wouldn't say it's probably representative. Okay. And the reason is is because well basically um a lot of bots get banned before they even leave Tutorial Island. Mm-hmm. A huge chunk get banned before so they never get detected by our system. Mm-hmm. Um, the ones that do survive Tutorial Island are either slept for a month or two months or whatever it is, um, a couple weeks, who knows, depends on the guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and slept is they just do nothing effectively, mm-hmm. or they might just do something simple. Um, okay. And that's sort of to ease up the detection on their end. And then they're released out or sold out to a bunch of people, so they'll sell like 100 for who knows what. Um, and after that, then we can get them in the art detection zone. So after off, after they're off Tutorial Island, that's when we're sort of looking for it. It's very rare for someone to be spotted on Tutorial Island because when you usually download the plugin, you've been far, far you're far, you're far away from that spot. So, mm-hmm. um, so because right. of that, XP wasters make yeah. new accounts, bring bot yeah. detector in, yeah. and just just be sentinels for a week. Just yeah, report basically. Tutorial Island. <laughs> 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 yeah, so so a lot of accounts get banned super early on, so we'll never usually detect them, which is probably mm-hmm. where that one to three million account metric comes from. Okay. Um, and because of that, I would say probably, yeah, this is like a small subset of what we've got here. Okay. So, uh, but but of the accounts that we do have, most of them were banned on members' worlds. I would say, just looking at it though, probably free to play is a bigger issue. 
but they get banned so frequently that it probably doesn't even yeah. register. And nobody plays on free-to-play worlds, really. So the, This is true. <laughs> like, this is let's, true yeah. let's be honest. <laughs> well, very, very cool. This has, been, that, this has so. been very interesting to look at. So yeah. this, are, this is the third of your kind of like big three plugins that you have yeah. or have been working on. Yeah, and this, um, is, this is like my first plugin mm-hmm. and never skip loans so we did in reverse order um yeah so I, sounds, I, I did notice yeah. that we went no from i mean we kind of built but... up to the best one i would say yeah um, okay yeah so uh hit sounds number uh, made it in the day as like a joke it was fun and I can't just wait. sent it it's gonna and, be an absolute <laughs> shit show yeah and uh then we have never escape alone which is the second one which i'm super passionate about having a great time with it and then we have mm-hmm. this one and this one's pretty much I would say relatively done. There's still things we need to iron out. Um, I think we would like to add like tick level data, which would be insane if we did that. But currently we don't have the funding or the infrastructure to pull that off. So mm-hmm. it's, kind of, it's kind of on the wayside at the moment. At um, that point, just say goodbye to medical school and yeah, just apply seriously. to work at Jagex, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like... um, I mean, <laughs> hey, for listening, you got U.S. spots. Why not? <laughs> but mod, uh, mod Ferraric, let's do this. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we're just having fun with it mostly, yeah. um, and it's fun to use. I will. I, I imagine you listeners at home, if you've used it, it's fun to be like, "I knew it, you son of a bitch! Get off my world!" <laughs> right click, report, yes, send, go. Because you, uh, it's right click predict, right for right. bots. Right click. I know. Predict, yeah, yeah, right click investigate is to make sure if they're on Rune Watch or not. Right, yeah, and got all I sorts for- of. I got all to... sorts of plugins to like figure people out because yeah. again, I'm anxious and don't like strangers in RuneScape. <laughs> so yeah, I forgot to mention this. Um, let me close this out. That's basically what I wanted to show you here. But what um, on Neverscape alone, the group, the matchmaking plugin, um, there is RuneWatch support and there's We Do Raids support. Okay. So if someone shows up on We Do Raids or RuneWatch, they'll show up in the plugin with a red sort of text under their name that says yeah this guy's known by these groups here's what they did um here's what what we think they did right and you can follow up on the case if you need to just go to their website okay so it it has that added security measure to it and also i forgot to mention in neverscape alone as well in addition to those other features you can also promote someone to a party leader um kick them from your group you can i think what else can you do mute their pings in the future um like them and dislike them so there's a rating system okay. there as well uh more, more intuitive than the toa lobby board <laughs> trying you to just have it. to like start a new party entirely if someone is the wrong party leader right and then yeah, if someone so... else is the party leader it's all their invocation so if you run like a 150 or a 180 and then someone who is going for their like ward backpack Right or their ward kit or whatever it's called, um, with the four twenty five, you just load into an absolutely <laughs> raid. Um, all right, so so yeah, it's the but the the plugins have a lot of very cool, a lot of very cool functionality, and they can all be found in the plugin hub. Correct. That's correct. Yes. Yeah. So currently, um, the two released ones are Bot Detector, which is pretty much stable. Never Escape Alone is going to get its update probably in the next couple weeks, I would say. Mm-hmm. And hit sounds, I don't know, probably three to 30 days, like we said. Okay. Um, hopefully, it's super, it's super, super small for a plug-in. It's like 30 lines. It's nothing. So mm-hmm. hopefully, they'll go through it quickly. 
Uh, I but cannot wait. We're I'm hoping get for the, it. the puffer fish. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, sound effect, whatever. <laughs> it's like a max hit. Yeah. That's going to be so much fun to play around it's with. Great. All right. Well, this has been this has been super cool. Thank you so much. Yeah, we get a little bit of insight into the the Runelight plugins because, like, just just do me a favor, XP wasters. Scroll down on your plugin hub and just see how many of like hundreds of plugins you have, whether they're based for the game or whether you've downloaded them from the plugin hub. Uh, God, there is just there are so many that I have downloaded from the plugin hub. I have not even realized that. Holy. Okay. Well, that's a lot of. That's a lot of stuff downloaded. Uh, one one seven has an update. I should. Yep. I should hit. Yeah, that I just got that button. on here as well. So we gotta put out that announcement. Um, okay. Good timing too. I'm not gonna. And you bring don't. Up the announcement. You don't work with one one seven, right? You so are I'm just more like the community manager for that. So, in a way, I kind of have his. I contact him effectively, mm-hmm. and um, sort of manage between him and the community. He's he said that. He would like the, and this is, um, these are his wishes that he would like the plugin to be open to everybody else, right? So that we can work on it now in okay. his stead. So um, that's effectively what we're doing now. Is we've okay. got, uh, we've got a bunch of guys working on it. Everyone in the community that's marked as a as a plugin contributor in the Discord has worked on it or contributed something to it, um, and that's pretty much it. So that update just went through, and I think Mark is going to go ahead and write the announcement. I usually write the announcement, announcements, but I've been just so busy recently, so I'm not mm-hmm. sure. Understandable. But. Well, I guess uh, two final things before we go. The first, if someone is trying to get into, like, plug-in creation, because I'm sure a lot of you XP wasters, have a hell of a lot more insight into doing any sort of scripting or plugin writing than I do, right? What is a good place to start? What is something you would tell someone with like some understanding of of you know digital coding language who wants to create a plugin for Runelight? I guess. What's, well, what's your advice to them? You know, I'm just going to be honest with you, and this is pretty much. Um, I mean, it's pretty well known. I would say unfortunately but i mean if you're gonna make a plugin for runelight don't do it for runelight do it for yourself have fun with it um it's not the best atmosphere to work in really i would say okay uh i mean you can just tour the the development channel and have fun just, with it uh, if you ever feel like it he brought uh neverscape alone he brought a uh, bot detector and just a little bit of tea okay yeah okay. i mean <laughs> I mean, you're free to look at it. Go look through development channel. You'll have fun with it. But, um, yeah. So enjoy. That's basically it. okay. Yeah. So so make it for yourself because make you it for find yourself. It Don't expect anybody else to uh, to be too helpful or, or kind to you in that Discord. So do your best. But, All right. Um, you need Java. You need Java. So learn Java. If you're gonna learn something, learn Java. You need so, Java and you need some some drive to do it. So yeah, that's basically it. Do it for yourself. Something you want to change <laughs> that does not turn Runelight into a cheat client. By there all you means, go. and make, make sure it, it abides by the rules. So if it mm-hmm. doesn't abide by the rules, it's going to get denied, and you're going to be blacklisted. It's going to be a really sad little fiasco. You've got the, all right. There, so. Have you done Have you done any TOA in the last like week? Uh, How I did like the one. hell did that TOA quality of life plugin get through? 
The one well, that just like solves the Kefri puzzle for you? How yes. is that not like client? What? I mean, I had that same sort of question. Um, but effectively, it kind of makes sense where th- they had one of the J mods say um, that they will only allow plugins after a month, like that for TOA. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, you know, makes sense. And we have plugins for Barrows, so who cares at this point? Um, but I personally feel like it's part of the skill of a raid to be able to do the puzzle right mm-hmm. with your with your buddies so it's kind of like a strange perspective but i mean it's also i guess i don't know it's yeah i don't know obviously no it's, it's, it's not like playing the things. game for you it doesn't yeah. automate anything it's yeah not like a exactly counter it just like makes the boxes different highlighted colors yeah um which funny enough does affect overall time because you can we've shaved like i think my i was raiding with um one of our one of my good friends and one of our clan mates uh jesse last night right and uh he said uh oxy i'm on client so we're gonna go real fast i'm like what the hell are you talking about and he downloaded that toa plugin right and we made it through the matchy matchy at the very end like that like we were nine for nine i just clicked and he went right over to the box he needed to like it was it did affect our time by about 30-odd seconds, which yeah. can make and, the difference if you're going for something fast. So I understand yeah. it's not like truly you know, like a blue light cheat client type shit. But yeah, it's up we there. Just it. We just looked <laughs> but, at it. The I other mean, night it's very like, impressive. It's a very impressive. I, you know, kudos to the guy that made it. Um, but yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <It's> a, <laughs> it walks the line a I, little it, bit. It's, it's a little bit on there. And I think if you're going for like a speed run, because people love doing their speed runs. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It might get a little dicey with some people saying, "Oh, you're using that plugin. Your yeah. speed run doesn't count," or something like that. Yeah. But I mean, speaking I of no getting idea. off on tangents, before I was going to ask you the last question, because um, now I have another question to ask. When when all the cheat clients went down, we slowly started to see this like influx of like you know now there's a, a log out timer, which is never log. We have the theater of blood quality of life plugins, which like changes what soda Seg's balls look like that sounds super weird i realize that the range and mage attacks right um it changes what they look like it shows percentage for crabs really the only thing it doesn't have is a tick counter um how have you felt you know as a player and as a plugin developer that these things have kind of made their way into like the mainstream of old school runescape you know i mean look while the development zone Runelight is not friendly to a new developer. That is a fact. I don't care. That's a fact, right? It's not friendly mm-hmm. to a new developer. Um, they do have a very strong. Uh, they're they're very good at rejecting plugins that break the rules. So if that plugin was ever going to break the rules, and they work well with Jagex as well, is, is what I recall, mm-hmm. then they would never get on the plugin hub. So it's totally safe to use, um, and that's good enough for me, honestly, at that okay. point. But I know if if you're learning how to make a plugin, just be cautious, have fun with okay. it. Okay, because this we we've just found it funny that like they banned cheat clients, and then within what three months we had Tob Helper, we had Entity Hider, or the de- we had Death Animation Hider, we had a. Uh, we got the party plugin, which was basically like how people used to, I don't think it was Parsec or whatever they used to use, where you could like show venges of other people and show their inventory. Uh, 
so yeah it's just it's fun that we got all this stuff which like now we're basically the old g clients just without without the cheating or like yeah exactly without the (laughs) the cheaty bits of it like you know the middle thing at, at bloat is still there you know oh yeah to as as an example right but all right, yeah. cool, cool. So yeah, all the things are safe to use. Anything again? Anything in the plugin hub is approved by Jag. You're not going to get banned for using it. Um, I always say, I always have the caveat of like, I don't think because truly, it's just like, yeah, you won't get comprehensible how there. many plugins are in there. Right? Yeah, okay. Every single one, which is why it takes forever to get a plugin through, mm-hmm. um, is very well checked. Okay, they're all checked very well. So. Um, nothing to worry about they're all totally safe now that doesn't mean that they're all stable but there are they are safe like for example i'm gonna rattle myself here for a bit the first version of bot detector i made i was not at all versed at making a plugin mm-hmm. not java not even python i was just awful at it so when you turn it was it was terrible so you would write it to a text file then upload that text file to the server is sort of how it worked right Mm-hmm. It was it was a fiasco. It was terrible, but whenever you turned off the plugin, it would crash your client. <laughs> so thankfully, we fixed that. But I mean, did it break the rules? No. Was it stable? Did it break the no. game? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So that I, was I the very there that, was yeah that was two was years a ago. While where, like, now, where like so. bot detector just wasn't working. The right the right oh click, for a month uh, predict yeah yeah it's yeah like, it just. Yeah, our, uh, the server, I could but... tell you a quick story about that. So effectively, what happened was we were doing our normal database stuff. Um, the API was running. And when it was running, we uh, effectively optimized the database. And any DA, DBAs here are going to be like, why'd you do that? Um, but optimizing the database while it's running is probably not the best thing in the world. And mm-hmm. so it corrupted our entire database, uh, all like terab- the whole terabyte of it. And for a month, we talked to like several DBAs, um, a lot of guys trying to get it back and working. And we eventually got it recovered, except for the last okay. day, I think it was. So okay. pretty much fixed. Good. Yeah, because I have yeah. been able to, like I said, I've been able to spite predict people before. Yeah. Um, any of you shitters <laughs> try to take my Slayer worlds? Uh, you're getting you're getting looked up and you're getting sent off. I don't care if it says real play; you're getting sent <laughs> off. <laughs> um, but all right, I guess that brings us to the last question that we'd like to ask okay. all of the guests here on the show. A bit cheesy, yes, but a fundamental part of our interview. So, Ferraric, mm-hmm. what is your favorite way to XP waste? Whether it's in game or in real life, what's your favorite way to be just super inefficient? Let me think. I have a couple good ones. Uh, I would say probably just gearing up, sitting at the GE, and just just you know just talking <laughs> with whoever's mm-hmm. out there, just mm-hmm. gearing okay. up with whatever I have, just talking with some people. Or going over to the White Portal in Ferox, previously Clan Wars, I guess, but Ferox, mm-hmm. and uh, just watching people fight, sometimes fighting a bit. Um, mm-hmm. Just, you know, stuff like that. Just yeah. not really, just, just chilling, mostly. Being, being social. Putting yeah, being the, social. The MMO back in the MMORPG. Yeah, okay. trying my best cool. for that. Cool. 
Well, that's a lot of fun. I, again, personally never do it because I am awkward and also anxious about people trying to steal my account. Right. But good. I'm glad that is, I'm glad that's something that you, you know, still enjoy. I imagine you have like some go-to fashion scapes that you just hang out in, you know? <laughs> yeah, There's I There's always to. those little things that like, yeah, we, like, I'll flex with this. Hell yeah. yeah you know? <laughs> yeah. There, there sometimes is where I'll just put on something and be like, yeah, cool. I'll put that on. Um, or I'll just go out there, you know, wearing, uh, my normal PVM gear, I guess. Or I'll just, mm-hmm. you know, wear no armor and just hang out with people. Put on, mm-hmm. uh, the snow, snowman ring. I think is what That's it is. The, so, dude, I love those rings. Yeah. That was, that was, that was such a cool addition. Yeah. I'm excited for, oh my God, the Halloween event's coming out in a couple of weeks. Oh yeah. I wonder yeah. what we'll get this time. Yeah, me too. Should be good. Well, with that, sir, do you have any final thoughts for this first half of the episode here? Uh, no, not really. All right. Pretty well, good. with that, XP Wasters, uh, I have been Oxy, and uh, our friend here has been Ferrarik, and we are going to send you off to a break for, and I'm putting myself accountable for it, before we go, it's October. Okay. We all know what that means. Oxy loses his goddamn mind for spooky shit. So, I'm putting it out there into the ether right now. Enjoy this new commercial, folks. We'll see you guys in a little bit. How you doing, you bastards? My name's Fortunato. I work out of Drain All, Drain All, Drain All, Drain Drain. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you an important safety announcement. Attention. This is a message from the Gillinor Protection Agency. On June 7, 2018, while investigating mysterious reports in southern Mauritania, GPA agents received a comm orb from a messenger who claimed to have escaped from the Caridian Desert. The message from the comm orb played as follows. May Ikvarlin's shroud hide you from her tyranny. May Elidness's ward protect you from her treachery. May Tamekin's light guide you home safe from her sinister shadows. The tomb is open. The devourer is free. This message repeated until the device's destruction five days later. Curiously, Arceus House scholars, in cooperation with the Gillinor Protection Agency, discovered its magical signature was dated four years in the future. On August 24, 2022, at an archaeological dig southeast of Soffenham, the pyramid being excavated was opened. GPA agents discovered four separate burial chambers, each housing their own quasi-deity class anomaly. A fifth sublevel has been discovered, but not explored. Reports of cognito-hazardous purple lights emitting from the fifth sublevel have yet to be confirmed, and adventurers especially are advised to avoid the area at all costs. All sentient races are advised to travel north, out of the Caridian Desert, and into the refugee camps south of Verak. The Gillinar Protection Agency will inform you of any updates to the situation. Thank you for your cooperation. You will now be returned to your regularly scheduled broadcast. You're not going to find any better wine anywhere else.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed that brand spanking new spooky commercial because I know I sure did. If you guys aren't on board with the scary ones this year, tell me. We're still probably going to do them, but like tell me so we know in the future to either change the direction or what have you. But um, yeah, this is normally the part of the show where we go into Patreon, community questions, levels and achievements. We'll get to that in just a second. First things first, one thing we do want to shout out actually this week in lieu of shouting out our own Patreon, other than our supporters. Um, there is a fundraiser going on in the old school RuneScape content creator, uh, community, I guess you could call it, which I don't know if Michael and I are a part of technically we create content for old school. That's not nearly that important. So this fundraiser has kind of been, I guess, created, spearheaded, whatever you call it, uh, by a content creator named Hanani. Uh, if you follow her on Twitter, you may have seen some of the things that have been going on with her recently in the last couple of weeks. We're not going to get into it because it's not our business to really say on our show. However, a couple of our viewers have brought to our attention a fundraiser that she and some other content creators have kind of put up and people have been supporting and donating to for the last several weeks. This is run by, I believe it's called um, Rise Above the Disorder is the name, and the individual campaign is not dead yet. So the money you go for this, I believe every $30 supports a therapy session for an individual, which this might come as a surprise to you guys, right? I love me a little bit of therapy, you know? I know, for the, the old timers are shocked, surely. Uh, if you're new around here, I do, my real job is therapy. So I am, again, always in support of that. But yeah, in lieu of supporting our, or like plugging our own Patreon outside of shouting out the people who support us, there's going to be a link to this in the description down below. I believe at the moment there's like nine or ten content creators who have their own like individual campaigns that are like, I want to say competing, quote unquote. Uh, to see like who can raise the most money for this cause. Support any of them you like. Do it anonymously. Do it with your name. Whatever whatever you got to do. The link will be in the description down below. If you can't donate, awesome. I'm sure Hanani will appreciate it. We'd appreciate it. The entire community will appreciate it. And likely the people getting therapy from the donations will also appreciate it probably the most um you can tell this is unscripted because i'm kind of fumbling over myself but we're we're rolling with it so that link will be down in the description uh check that out on all platforms the description is centralized everywhere so just just check that out and go give that a support and now we're going to do a, a sick little spin transition and you're going to see just me uh do the the next three big sections all right ready go 
Hi there, XP Wasters. I had a much more interesting intro planned, um, but I accidentally hit start streaming instead of start recording. So I'd like to shout out Young Mac, Beat Babe, Pinheaded Larry, Moose Person, and Yum Cookies for joining the stream that lasted approximately four minutes where I began to shout out uh, patrons for for XP Waste. Um, this episode, this segment is going to be a lot of things right now, so just bear with me. I originally said it wasn't Wednesday at 8 o'clock. It is. I'm tired, and it's showing. Uh, shout out to you guys there again in my Twitch chat. But uh, we're going to start the wise old man tier over. You could tell the kind of day Oxy's having. So kicking off the Patreon with the wise old man tier, we have 10,000 slugs, Scape Caution, Elagio, Bolomer. Basket, Benjamin R, Pork Jerry, Bradley B, Casper, Hadadbod, Cole, C Gladney, Connor M, Morty, Creamed Ham, Dan W, Drum TXT, Duke Bradley, D Falconer, Flying Castiel, Fortimus, Francine 1225, Gecko, Gloves, Hajay, Who Farted, Isaac G, Jack M, Jake W, Jerry, Kevin B, Kios Bane, I think it's how you say that, Potato Pancake, Posh Padre, Megmorpheus, Mima, Nasty MFer, Nick Bintor, Nick Bin, Bintorio? A Bintorio, should be able to pronounce that, no problem. Nick My Knack, 999999, Ninja Turtle Ruby, Obsidian Paladin, Okami Damashi, Pine Martin 709, Poorly Hung, Real Crazy, Reclinatus, Russafury, Salted Snake, Soggy Waffles, aka Ice Swallow, Shadow, Skalaxon, Sholdveg, Solaire OS, The Chungaroo, The Rep Dog, THG Bang, Thormac, The Goo Dira, The Good Iron, The That Good Iron, that's the name that is. It's hard to read sometimes. Troll, Tyler, Valdon, and Zach without a K. Absolute legends in the wise old man tier you guys are awesome and always as always come hang out in the recording booth chat with us so <clears throat> we're gonna head on over to the king black dragon tier and if you're curious yes people have been dming me the fact that i have streamed on twitch so that is this is gonna be fantastic folks thank god we caught it a couple minutes in so rounding out our end of patreon with the king black dragons of the xp waste supporters club it's just we're just going to call it patrons we're not going to change the name we have bloodman aka young kyle my dad hi dad you probably got a twitch notification from me don't worry about it dad haha <laughs> dicky bird gim stones kroll the lord jake himself our third favorite supporter and thankfully well recovering ralph uh rylithian seth shep skuma 92 spartan fire the big g jordy and toast no toast kbd tier legends squared legends time two times two words are hard and so are you guys you guys are hard as hell for supporting us on the podcast i'm not even gonna edit that i'm just gonna leave that in i apologize for the chaos of this section you guys are fantastic so as I said in the last part of the episode, we're not going to be shouting out our own Patreon. If you guys want to access it, you know where to find it. That's all I'm going to say. Now on to um, Michael's baby in XP Waste and not mine. So this is going to be fun because Oxy never reads the community question. 
but he's going to today. So last week we asked, what is your favorite quest on luck? Whether it's an item, experience, or content, we wanted to know what you guys loved about unlocking things in quests. So, kicking things off on Spotify, we have Mockcat, who says, Mine will probably be Prif when I do Song of the Elves. Giant's Foundry is one of two UIM smithing metas. Although Lunar's is good, Humidify and Super Glass Make is, is thumbs up. Thumbs up. Maybe someday I'll do a bingo. Seems a bit hard for a UA, UIM. I would imagine so. Though, I also imagine everything is difficult for a UIM. So once again, Mock Cat, shout out to you for playing an absolutely insane game mode. We have Kexia? Kezia? K-E-X-I-Z-E-I-Z-A? Words are so hard. Kex, Kex is a, that's the, Kex is a, that's the name I'm choosing. Says, Beneath Cursed Sands Unlocking TOA. I've done one Cox and two Tobs in my time, and I have been having a blast ascending 200-plus level invocation TOAs with clanmates and even solo. Here's hoping I have a solo purple soon. Here's hoping you have a solo purple soon, too, because I've still yet to see one. I'm not salty about it. What do you mean? I'm not salty. You're salty. But, yes, for real, I'm glad you're having fun in TOA and getting into PVM raid content, because that's kind of the... The first step down the path of becoming a degenerate PVMer. Glad you're liking it. Chris J says, Unlocking Guardians of the Rift was huge for me as I despise runecrafting. Underground Pass is also great for lower level mage training. Absolute facts for both, period. Again, I have not experienced runecrafting without a knowledge of a runecrafting meta. Like if Guardians of the Rift came out two or three years ago, Maybe our understanding of runecrafting as a skill might be a little bit different. Maybe we might actually enjoy it. You know, maybe it'll be more akin to like a gathering skill we all love. But unfortunately, we still have this bad taste in our mouth. And it's probably going to take a while for it to for it to go away for most of us. Um, Mac B says, not mid-game content, but Song of the Elves for Zalcano and Sins of the Father for Sepulchre. It's good content, Michael. Get on it. Mac said, Michael, get your ass to the Sepulchre. I love that, and that is also one of my favorite unlocks. Ironically, for making fun of Michael, but also unironically, as Zalcano and Sepulchre are two fantastic pieces of skilling content. Jacob M. says, I'm so happy I unlocked the ability to runecraft. <laughs> Technically, I think you can runecraft without doing rune mysteries. Um, I think. I think you can like make tiaras or something. I'm not entirely sure, but who is willing to runecraft before they do the free-to-play quests? Like, seriously, who is willing to do that? So it might as well be considered an unlock. I don't know. And finally, Caleb S. says, Definitely Dragon Scimitar from Monkey Madness. Opened up my entire mid-game grind and is my go-to weapon for everything. Second place would be the gate for the Prince Ali rescue. The government ain't taking my cash. Here, here, brother. The first one, I mean, it doesn't need an introduction. It's the Dragon Scimitar. It it was a fucking mouse cursor for decades. It doesn't need an introduction. Like it's a fantastic mid-game weapon. And I hated I hated paying for the gate. It's one of the, my my least favorite free-to-play quests though, Prince Ali Rescue. I don't know why. Always has been. Just never enjoyed the quest. Moving on from Spotify over to YouTube for the community question. We asked the exact same thing and we have quite a few responses. Wyvern GIM says, 
I would say Ivan's staff from Underground Pass is a big step up for magic damage at low-level magic. It's even more huge for Iron Men. I have had to learn that the hard way, playing, a, or playing my own GIM. Ivan's Blast was confusing, still kind of confusing, but it does slap before you get a Trident, so can't complain there. Tanner H. says, as of right now, Barrow's Gloves. I bring those suckers everywhere. That's the first Barrow's Gloves answer we have, and frankly, Barrow's Gloves are cracked. They were best in slot for every style prior to 2019, and then, no, prior to 2016, I think, because that's when Tormented Bracelet came out. Ferocious Gloves was 2019, and then was Next 22? Was Vambraces 22? I think Vambraces were 22 with Next, so... Barrow's Gloves held their own as best in slot for several decades. Fantastic unlock. Lethal Aussie follows that answer up with best item is the obvious Barrow's Gloves, but I think the best content unlock is Priest in Peril. Unlocks all of Mauritania content and is a requirement for Desert Treasure. We've already spoken about Barrow's Gloves, but Aussie has a great point here. Priest in Peril unlocks a huge section of the game. From everything to like quests that train your defense and prayer at a low level like ghost ahoy and and nature spirit all the way up to the single most difficult piece of group content in the entire game that's also one of the most enjoyable as well uh i'm not referring to nightmare of course i'm referring to tob mortania has a lot of stuff and it's fun as hell priest in peril good quest good unlocks Gangly Goat Game says, for nostalgia, Dragon Dagger with Lost City Quest reminds me of my DDS pure PKing days back in 2005. But for a daily GP grind, it's the disease-free patch and troll stronghold after my arm's big adventure. Which, if I did herb runs, I would sympathize with you, but I don't know how to do an herb run. But I'm hoping you're making a lot of money with it. Also, pure account, good. Jordy says monkey madness one for the dragon scimitar a godly weapon in general especially for iron men and women iron women i imagine not just women period um though women could benefit from a dragon scimitar in game as well just as much as men can speaking of getting off track Jordy also says rfd for barrows gloves dragon gloves look better change my mind that's a hot button statement right there and therefore cook's assistant is super important so at the end of the day, Cook's assistant is the end-all be-all quest. Jordy finishes it up by saying, there are too many, but those two would be my goal if I were to go back on my Iron Man. Good goals to have, great unlocks to get. And finally on YouTube, we have Brumbear, who says, Fairy Tale 2 has to be up there purely for the fairy ring teleports. I gotta agree, because you don't even have to do the quest. You can just sort of, like, exist and and do the first like two steps you don't even there's no requirements to start it just go on like fairy rings do it like right now if you haven't done it already do it now do it go fast so that wraps up the community question for this week on spotify and youtube the community question for this week will be if you could design any rune light plugin what would it be what would it do how would it function and what's the inspiration behind it, right? Uh, Michael and I were talking to Ferraric during the break of this um, of this episode, and Michael made a joke that if anyone gets a really good suggestion, Ferraric will make it into a real plugin, and uh, he unknowingly agreed. So 
at Ferrari can ask him how his plugin's doing. Don't do that. I don't want to spam the man. He's new. Um, I will have you spam someone later, but uh, that's not important right now. Speaking of later, it's time for the final segment before we go back to your regularly scheduled non-streamed XP waste content. That's right, folks. It is time for Achievement of the Week, which I have actually written out this time. So, hell yeah, we are out here thriving. People are posting clips from my Twitch in Discord. What a day we are having. So, in the miscellaneous category, we have a few things to kick us off. For their first quest capes, we have Fairy Kittens and Blastoise Level 99. Pretty impressive. We do love a first quest cape. I don't know what their final quests were, but again, congratulations to both of you on a very big milestone. Following that, we have Travish, who's been posting a lot of photos of both his pets and his bikes recently. I appreciate both. He got his music cape this week, which for me, my final music track was um, The Curtain Closes from Theater of Blood, which you can get by just spectating, but I wanted to do it myself. So, Travis, whatever your final music track was, I hope it was satisfying to finally get that cape unlocked. It's one of the best pieces of fashionscape. Changed my mind. In the combat category, we, as always, have a couple of first fire capes. One of our favorite PVM achievements around here, we have Koch, we have Caper, and we have Dark. I'm saying Dark because it's Dark YXNG. I see your name every single day in clan chat i have spoken to you in voice chat before and i don't know how to say the latter half of your name is it dark yang dark Zhang? i'm not sure so koch caper and dark congratulations on your first fire cape no small achievement there continuing on with combat achievements the mig has finally beaten his bingo goal from like three bingos ago and has completed his first corrupted gauntlet. Also not a small achievement because Red Dog hit hard. Red Dog go burr. So congratulations, Big, on your first KC there. And finally, we have Immortal who achieved his Elidness Ward kit from the uh, Tombs of a Masket. That makes the ward all red and look super cool. I want it, but I need to complete a 300 first in order to get it. Um, I've completed lots of 300s, just not by myself. So, Immortal, congratulations. And to everyone who's done combat things, congratulations. We had a couple for combat, and we had a couple for miscellaneous, and unsurprisingly, there's always one that's just, like, super beefy, and this week it's skilling. So we've got some absolute bussin' 99s this week. God, I need to eat dinner. I am so tired. I just said bussin' in my own show twice. Kicking things off, we have Bominator with 99 HP. We have Trillin with his third 99, also being HP. You will notice a trend this week. TNL Corpsman pulled off 99 strength. I believe he said it was his first one in 20 years of working for it. Shadow with 99 Hunter, a little late on the before school goal, but he's still flying to max. Surely he'll have his max cape within a couple of months if he keeps up this pace. Good Fizzle with, as he put it, 99 Master Chef. He achieved 99 cooking. Synlapse had 99 magic. PP Hayes achieved 99 Hunter as well. Gambler achieved 99 mining at the Het Puzzle Room in TOA. Frankly, I think that's how we all should get 99 mining from here on out. Friendship with Volcanic Mine ended 
TOA puzzle room is my new best friend. Corey S. achieved 99 farming. Egg Rangoon achieved 99 hit points at Venonatus. Why is that cool as hell for me? Because 99 HP was also my first 99, and Venonatus is my favorite boss as of right now. We'll see how she fares after the rework. Beat Babe got 99 magic, Silverback got 99 strength, and Busco Beep got 99 farming. We also have some total level achievements this week as well. Evil on Olive got 2k total on their GIM, and Antics, Anti, Anti Xan, and Tixen? We always have this debate every single week. I'm sorry, Antics. You achieved 2100 total level, and that is awesome. There is, however, one more achievement that we need to shout out. And this achievement comes with a caveat for UXP wasters. Folks, he's finally done it. After several months of running very fast, he has proven he is one of the fastest. Michael has finally achieved 99 agility. So, two things. Number one, give him the old GZ on 99 agility. And number two, sorry about that, Michael. At his ask and ask him how 99 Hunter's going. That's right, baby. 99 Hunter. That's next in the tube, surely. In any case, congratulations to you, Michael, and congratulations to everyone who did something awesome this week. If you do things awesome and want them to be shouted out, join our Discord, discord.gg forward slash OSRSTNL. Come hang out and post your achievements or your awesome drops or your just comically bad drops. I I love <laughs> someone posted a back to back troll drop the other day. It was like back to back dragon spears and oh, that's just harsh. Well, in any case, come hang out with us in Discord. Hang out with us in VC. Bingo is popping. We just released the channels today here on definitely not Wednesday night, and we look forward to that event as well. So if you're interested, come hang out come sign up and post all the awesome stuff that you do. And maybe you'll get shouted on an achievement of the week as well. I think that about does it for me in this section of the podcast. So I am going to do another swirl transition and send it back to me and Ferraric for the fun question. So here we go. All right. And look at that. Oh my goodness. We're back. Look, that was look, that got hats off to Oxy for those three sections right there. I, uh, I'm so good at this and I would, I, I, you can hold your applause. I know I'm fantastic. We're back because it is the arguably most important part of the latter half of the episode. And that is the fun question. Ferraric, my good sir. Have you brought a fun question for us? Like we told you to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, that's Let my me favorite think about thing. that. That's my favorite thing in the world. <laughs> Asking people. People <laughs> asking guests. Okay, so we t- I told Ferrar, just like I tell all the guests, like we've got a fun question. Don't worry about it. And then hitting him with, "So what did you bring for us?" And just the reaction it's of like, panic. I'm uh, like, "Ah, oh, shit, shit." I wasn't listening. <laughs> no, it is. It is totally okay. We've got a fun question for you. Great. Thank um, God. <laughs> This one comes from um, Wise Old Man patron Mike Oxmall, which I finally found out is supposed to be Mike Oxmall. Um, but, you know, that's neither here nor there. I've been told it's totally average. Uh, anyways, Mike Totally Average asks us, um, if pets were to become tradable, how much would they go for? 
which would be the cheapest and which would be the most expensive. So what do you think? If all, how many are there, like 51 pets right now? Way too many. If, <laughs> if they were all to become tradable, which one do you think would be like the cheapest, most expensive, you know, just based on your, I imagine, pretty extensive game knowledge, you know? Oh, I mean, <laughs> might be asking the wrong guy for extensive game knowledge here. Let's think. Um, but, I mean, just off of basic supply and demand, what's the most common pet? Like, heron pet? Michael said the heron pet is yeah. elk price for sure. It really would be. It'd be like 50K. I think we'd, <laughs> we'd probably get like 50K out of it if we're, uh, if we're, <laughs> if we're stressing it. Um, uh, but but what if it's got the blue heron transmog, right? Okay, mm-hmm. 60K. Spirit Flakes. 60K. God, what is with Maybe the hate 70. for the Heron pet in this <laughs> chat? Honestly, Flake. I wanted it for a while, actually. But then I didn't get it when I got to 99, so I hated it ever since. So, <laughs> okay, so it's a spite thing. It's a spite okay. thing. Yeah, 60K. Okay. I'll do it. Um, yeah. Okay, most expensive, though. <sighs> See, the only pet I have is the beaver pet, and I wouldn't trade that for anything. I love that pet. So, um, I'm very sentimental about that pet. I got it on my way to 99 woodcutting. So, most expensive, probably not the TOA pet, just because of how, I don't know, I just don't feel like the raid would be that too, like that crazy, but maybe an infernal pet or something like that, mm-hmm. like the Zuck pet or something, mm-hmm. probably what I'm guessing. God, that that's a weird concept to think about, that some of these things are now money makers, Yeah, if you get really lucky. Yeah. Like, just be really good at Inferno and just dump, like, 28 capes at a time to try to get the pet to sell it. Wow. Newest pet from TOA is expensive right now, or Jad? Yeah, maybe Jad. I, w- I would agree. Any, like, new pet right, yeah. is probably new really pets, expensive. Definitely. It's one of those supply and demand things, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Oh, first day me? pet would be insane. <laughs> for, truly, dude. That'd probably be right up there with, like, first day shadows and things like that from yeah. TOA. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Let me get on the boss high score list here. <laughs> I promise it's not despite TMD, but I think the Kraken pet would probably be uh, a pretty low low value pet. Yeah, probably. Just because I feel like once oh. most people get 87 Slayer, yeah. surely you're going to have to get just... There's tons of Kraken pets in the game. You know what? Though I think the absolute cheapest would be Chaos Elemental myself. That one, yes. And then Chompy... Maybe. Oh, Chompy for sure. Existed. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. That's how how bad it is. I don't think anyone would ever use that. (laughs) Or would it not be expensive because you have to have the Western Province Elite Diary to like Uh, because you have to actually play the game. Yeah. Yeah, like equip it. You know, would it be kinda like middle low? Middle you know? Like yeah it's like middle low. It's in the cheaper end, but it's still like you know a couple hundred k to buy. You know, it's not apparently alk price like I'll the Heron like pet. Two hundred k, yeah, two hundred k. I'll pay two hundred k for um for a what's it called? I'd pay two hundred k for a chompy pet. I could see it. Uh, Lord knows, I paid way more in supplies <laughs> to kill Zalra the first time. Oh yeah, <laughs> to get that diary done. So yes, I yeah. would absolutely pay two hundred to just skip that entirely. <laughs> But, man, the most expensive, honestly, I'm going to pull up the pets tab here. I feel like it's got to be the BA pet, right? OSRS wiki. 
Take Collections logged. Other all pets. Let's see. Pets. Drop rate. Oh, here here's a question for you. Yeah. Are oh, are dust or the little items you get from TOA like are are pet secondaries now tradable too? Hmm. Like if you get sanguine dust from hard mode, is that tradable or does that or does it make like your your little Zick pet with the transmog worth like several million GP more? You know, <laughs> if you made it so it was uh, like you put the dust on there and it can never be changed, right? That'd be mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah, like it's like the new Missouri. Missouri. Yeah, yeah, it's the yeah. new Missouri, right? Where it's like Missouri and then Missouri F, where it's yeah. like fortified, oh, yeah. you know, Verzik T for the transmog. <laughs> God, I feel like dust would be pretty expensive just because just, of the rarity and how long they take to get. You should start selling pets. <laughs> I should start a pet store. <laughs> I uh, I think that's called services, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be cute as hell though if Provita could open up like a pet store, you know, and yeah. buy like. Okay, that's it, Jagex. That, <laughs> perfect. Mike Oxmall has created your newest content update. The people have been asking for it for years. Not tradable pets. Pets you buy from a store. We're finally getting f-ing dogs in old school RuneScape. <laughs> but here it's we like, go, uh... boys. They've created the models for them. Dogs are coming. It's confirmed. Probeat is opening up her pet store. Um, my name is Mod Oxy, and that's my project I'm going to work on. <laughs> it's like worst case scenario. You know, you've had some bad luck at the duel arena. you got to sell old Chompy <laughs> to pay off the debt. <laughs> That's the saddest <laughs> thing in the world. You're like you're like handing over your little abyssal orphan pets, and it's like, Father, no. You're like, I'm so sorry. Just like handing it over the counter. Oh my god, that's hard. Speaking of pets, um, I got 200 death runes shouting at me from the other room oh, about something. But... Yeah, my cat's outside right now. He's oh chilling. My god. She would not know what to do with herself outside. I don't think she's ever... I put her in a harness one time mm-hmm. to, like, go out on the porch. Yeah. And she just froze like this and then just, like, fell over. Like, she became made of stone. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, you're not an outdoor cat, clearly. Like, for, for our cat, we um, we release him out in the... Just outside in the morning whenever we wake up or whenever he wakes us up. Like, mm-hmm. Damn, he always wakes us up. <laughs> and then in the afternoon, like 10... Oh, like evening, 10 or so. We'll bring him in, and uh, he'll sleep on his bed inside. That way he's not being harassed by the raccoons or whatever. They're out there. Oh, cute. Yeah. So he's an indoor-outdoor cat. Nice. Yeah, my my little lady would do very poorly outdoors. <laughs> I don't think I don't think she would fare too well out in the great... She thinks she would. She barks at pit bulls. She barks at pit bulls. She stares really intently at pit bulls, mm-hmm. I guess is a better way to word that, because she doesn't bark at all. If my cat barked, that would be a very strange be a very strange thing. But the minute I have a dog like bark anywhere in my complex, she's right there at the window. Like, I'm watching you. Right. And I'm like, that's a losing battle, dude. That's a hundred pound dog. <laughs> that's a losing battle for you, B. <laughs> but the agility though might, you know, pay off, right? Yeah, you know the speed speed might have her. Yeah. My cat's got at least forty agility, surely, that's a right? Good yeah, sure. What I think that's mm. a solid. It's a solid amount. <laughs> All right, what stats do your pets have? No, that's a, that's a fun question for oh, yeah. another day. Um, yeah, but but thank you. That's a it's a nice, nice good question. Good question, Mike. Good good answer. Good answer. <laughs> but uh, oh, here one more thing. What pet would you buy? 
I would buy just because I've been going for it for a little while, not like crazy, Snickling Pet mm-hmm. for Zora. Oh, okay. Just because. Okay. It's just like, I want it. <laughs> okay. I want that pet. It's not, it's like I... not terribly rare, I don't think. It's like 1 4K. I don't know if that's super rare, but I mean, Zora's pretty chill, so. Yeah. Eh. I think it's a cool you, pet. You got, you got like about 1,300-ish KC. You know, you can, yeah. uh, you're, you're on your yeah. way. I have less KC than that, so I'm not saying in a judgy place, but like, might be able to pay for it. I, I kind of want to buy the chin pet, just because chins bore the shit out of me. I gotta be honest. Like, right. the other ones are fun RNG, but like, man. All right, would you would, would a golden chin be more expensive? Uh, we're getting we're getting way too off the rails here. I would buy a golden chin, or I would buy the 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 egg. Because I can't do Fazani's nightmare, so yeah. I could transmog my nightmare pet. I would but, buy Golden Chin. I think that'd be insane. God, that'd be a huge flex too. It was <laughs> like only a couple hundred in the game, I think, or something crazy like that. Yeah. That answer bores me, Oxy. The Chinchampa, really? Out of every pet, yes, Michael. Out of every pet, because I like pet hunting, and I can do the content except for Fazani's nightmare. <laughs> so, all right. I think that about wraps up the fun question. Thank you for participating. I know it's always kind of like weird and you know off no, the rails good. when it's like, Great yeah, question. formal podcast interview, data set reviews, buyable pets. Mm. But <laughs> I, I, it's a, it's good fun. It's good fun. Right. Love it. So, XP wasters, this is it. This is the big end, the grand finale. There's fireworks and shit going off in the background. You have survived this episode congratulations it's dangerous to go alone take this i don't even know uh every link you will ever need for xp waste anything will be in the description down below social media patreon youtube version any all of michael and i's normal socials will be in there as well and then again importantly check out the not dead yet uh fundraiser go give that a look go toss that a donation if you can um and finally, Mr. Ferraric, hey. where can we find you? Twitter. <laughs> Twitter? <laughs> or right, you can be... uh, poke me on Discord. You can add me on Discord. Um, okay. Same as my name. The hashtag sign 0001. Uh, okay. Feel, feel free to add me there. You know, you'll, you'll find me around, I guess. <laughs> There's a lot of places awesome. to find me. Awesome. Would you like us to post any Discord links sure. of yours? Neverscape Alone in there? Yeah, and let's like do that? it. In addition to linking his Twitter, we will also have some discords of his there as well, so you can keep up to date on announcements and any other fun goings on that may be happening. Again, um, with the the hit splat sounds, you might get some updates on that. Who knows from Twitter, Discord, what have you? But a lot of exciting stuff. Um, I have to ask, right in the episode because I saw it on Twitter, YouTube series question mark. Oh, yeah. So, funny story. Um, like, two years ago, before I started mm-hmm. med school, well, three years ago before I started med school, I was, like, getting into YouTube, right? Um, I've made previous videos before. I have a Minecraft video with, like, 4.5 million views. It was, like, it was a okay. z- zombie magnet back in, like, 2013 or something like that. Okay. Um, just, like, a silly, silly little video. Yeah, so then more recently for the RuneScape, I was going to make like a machinima-like series called Descendants. And mm-hmm. the idea 
was that you'd have this guy who's returning uh, back home. He's like a king or whatever, and he goes on this long lost journey. But I kind of like stopped after the first episode just because I got so busy with real life stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, second episode is technically written, but I don't think we're going to make it. And then I also had another series, which I was making super short called Helmscape. Mm-hmm. And it was going to be collect every helmet slot item in RuneScape. Okay. So that was something else. I put out the first episode, and again, same thing happened. Just got busy. Well, just for laughs, we'll link the YouTube as well. And maybe Descendant will kick off enough that you'll want to just actually get that second episode going. So every link for Ferraric you will ever need will also be in the description down below, as well as this week's news post, as always, which we, again, didn't talk about. They're adding things to the clan hall, I think. That's going to be hype as shit. But again, we'll we'll get to it eventually, I'm sure. Got any final thoughts for us, my friend? Nope. Any last questions for me? Uh, nope. Thank you so much for coming out and uh, sticking around for you know a couple hours here, uh, working with us on, on the show. This has been a hell of a lot of fun. Very insightful. Thank Admittedly you. a bit confusing sometimes with the data. Yeah. But as, as a little bit of a science nerd, I'm here for it. You know, again, XP Wasters, I encourage you to go back and watch some of this stuff on YouTube so you have some of the some of the visuals. But overall, super cool. Thank you for helping make the plugins that help bring the community together, whether Thank it's you. for a good thing, like escaping together, or for a spiteful thing, like getting those bots out of dark mire <laughs> that keep filling i will never not be salty about the whatever okay <laughs> thank you so much for coming out on the show uh and with that folks we will see you next week bye thank everyone so much. see you see you